This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Chelsea Special, a series of podcasts interviewing legendary Chelsea players from the 1960s to the present day, and some of the famous and infamous Chelsea supporters who followed them home and away. The Chelsea Special is presented by Martin King, author of Hulufan, and Ozzy, the King of Stamford Bridge, a supporter since the early 60s and the godfather of Chelsea supporters, and David Stamford Chidge Chidgey, producer of the Chelsea Fancast writer for the CFC UK fanzine and known affectionately as the Podfather. Join us for a trip down memory lane with some of Chelsea's most loved and revered players as they share their love for the club we love. Seven hundred and ninety-five appearances and a career going from the 1960s Doherty Diamonds to the gloom of 1980. 
there can't be any better servants of Chelsea FC than Ron Chopper Harris. An FA Cup youth winner in 1961, Chopper made his senior debut in February 1962 in a 1-0 win against Sheffield Wednesday. By 1963, he'd established himself as a regular in the side, a position he would hold for the next 18 years. During that time, Harris solidified his reputation as an uncompromising yet talented defender, with a series of strong and sometimes notorious performances. His first honours with Chelsea came with a League Cup win over Leicester City in 1965. He became club captain the following year when Terry Venables left for Tottenham Hotspur and he became the youngest ever captain to lead out a side in the 1967 FA Cup final, although Chelsea lost 2-1 to Tottenham. He got his glory three years later, leading Chelsea to their first FA Cup in 1970 against Chelsea's arch-rivals Leeds United. During the replay at Old Trafford, Chopper got his late tackles in early, particularly on Leeds playmaker Eddie Gray after just eight minutes, leaving Gray a virtual passenger for the rest of the match. Chelsea famously winning 2-1 after extra time. 1971 saw Harris lift Chelsea's first major European trophy, the UEFA Cup Winners' Cup, in another replayed final against Real Madrid in Athens. As Chelsea's famous Kings of the Kings roadside was broken up amid player and manager bust-ups and financial meltdown due to the proposed Stamford Bridge redevelopment, Harris remained ever-present in the side throughout a decade which saw them relegated twice and promoted once. Over an 18-year period, Chopper was rarely out of the first team. In 10 seasons, he averaged 41 league games out of 42, and in five other seasons, he averaged over 37 games. He finally left Chelsea in 1980, having played a record 795 games, a record unlikely to ever be surpassed. And he remained the club's most successful captain until Dennis Wise in the 1990s. Today we're with a, a real Chelsea legend, uh, Ron Harris. He was born Ronald Edward Harris, is that right, Ron? Yes, yes. In Ackley, 1944. Yep. You made 655 appearances for Chelsea. 795. 795. 795. 795. No, that's total appearances. They're just league games, but you've got cup ties and things like this. And you held your position in the first team for near on 18 years. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, Your your first medal was the League Cup 1965 against Leicester. Yeah. And that year, Chelsea challenged for the title and finished third under Tommy Doherty. And you lost to Spurs in the 1967 Cup final. Well, it was two former Chelsea Do we have to talk that about side. that? Yeah. yeah okay. uh, uh, Terry Venables and Jimmy Groves was in that side. And uh, what, what are your memories of playing in the 1970 Cup final? Well, I think that uh, any professional footballer in my time would tell you that uh, there was more glory in winning the FA Cup than yeah. anything else. Yeah. Uh, I was fortunate to, to play in the 66 Cup final. Uh, and, you know, I think it's... As a youngster, you always dreamt of walking out at Wembley. Yeah. Uh, OK, we were disappointed, we got beat 2-1. Uh, and you think yourself, well, at least I can tell when I get a little bit older, my children, grandchildren, that I've played in a cup final at Wembley. Yeah. But, you know, four years later, uh, we were there again. Uh, I think it was, uh, the pitch was a disgrace. They had a horse of the year, right. year show. Before, yeah. They had a horse of the year show a few days before Hound. Uh, it went into extra time 2 2. And then we had a replay up at Old Trafford a couple of weeks later. Uh, 
the only reason that I played in the first game was that uh, I had the old quarter zone because I pulled a muscle. I don't know how I pulled a muscle because I've never sprinted in my life, but uh, <coughs> I pulled a, a muscle and <coughs> the only way that got me to play was having these quarter zones, which I had, but I come off <coughs> in extra time because the pitch, as I say, was a disgrace and I hadn't trained for the best part of a month. Yeah. Uh, but the replay was what three weeks later and it gave me an opportunity and as I say I think it's the proudest moment of my career to to, to be the first Chelsea captain to ever lift the FA Cup yeah, I, was, I was at both games what, how did you first turn up how did you become a Chelsea player was you scouted <coughs> no I, you know like uh, I used to well I come from Hackney originally uh, and <coughs> you know used to get the scouts coming round talking to your dad and all that and my brother come here two week, uh, two years earlier yeah. and signed for Chelsea and you know uh, and I think if he'd have got the Spurs or the Arsenal which he could have done uh, I would have most probably followed him because we was ever so close uh, and as I say I followed him two years later and uh, <coughs> you know that's how we and was we, the, doc, the manager then when you come here when I first come here as an apprentice as a 15 year old lad uh, Ted Drake was manager <laughs> but he yeah. left after he got the sack That's after right. a little while, 61. and then you know Tommy Docky. What was he like, up. Tommy Docky? Tom, I've I spoke to him the other day. He's what 91 years is of he age. Now? He is unbelievable, and I've walked. He, he'll tell you, <coughs> uh, I've done a lot of after dinner speakers with him, and uh, <coughs> I've got to be grateful to him because uh, I remember catching the England youth side that won the little World Cup in what 1970. No, before that was. <coughs> uh, <coughs> and in the 65 and uh, he come up to me with my, in front of my parents and said son well played you know I'll catch in the New England youth side that won the World Cup yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, he said come into my office the next day to sign as a pro he said and you're playing in the first team on Saturday and I was over the moon as a 17 year old lad yeah. yeah and uh, <coughs> you know it, it weren't a very good season because the uh, you know, we got relegated not long after, but uh, <coughs> you know, I was a little bit sad when Tom left because he gave me the opportunity, and then Dave Sexton came on the scene. Yeah. So, he was an old well, man, well, wasn't he, Sexton? Well, well yeah. he came from a boxing family, he didn't he? So, yeah. you know, he could hold his own. Not Let's that, go, you know. Go back to when you started, uh, Ron. Yeah. You know, uh, Chelsea won back-to-back Youth Cup finals, didn't they? That's 59, right, yeah. 60, 61, wasn't it? And you, you were a part of that. And I mean, we'll. I mean, I wasn't around. I'll be honest. But yeah. what, what I've read is that that was the real kind of start of a, of, of really the kings of the Kings Road side. A lot of those young players came through and did really, well, really well. well. Why, why were they so special? That, those well, I don't players? know. I, I think that uh, you know they were some good players. That, like even you know the year we won the cup, we had what seven homegrown That's players. Right. Yeah. You know that would all come for. The, and I say to people, the only two foreign players we had. Was Eddie McCready and Charlie Cook two Scots lads? <laughs> two right, and, and and they'd all been brought up together, and you know, you know, we always felt that uh, if as a as a group, if somebody said, "Oh look, you know, somebody's wrote into the club," and the, the secretary at the time would give me a letter and say, "Oh, could you go and visit a lad in hospital?" You'd always get seven or eight of the lads want to come along, and I think we was a real. Yeah. like close-knitted yeah, yeah. you know yeah. and as I say if somebody was having a bit of a rough time on the Saturday you could always back six or seven of your lads to yeah. hang in with you good and bunch wasn't it yeah I mean 
you know, the, people forget this, but I mean, Chelsea were there or thereabouts in most competitions in the 60s under that Doherty side. I mean, I know you won the League Cup in 65, yeah. but, you know, do you, think, do you think that we should have won more than we did under well, Doherty? Well, I think that, uh, <coughs> you know, that Tom would tell you, if, you, if he was saying that, the worst thing he ever done, Tom, was, you know, we was up at Blackpool. That's right, yeah. Uh, and uh, we used to go up there on a regular basis, and, you know, during the week, he just said, look, lads, you know, you're in at 12, yeah, yeah. be back at the hotel by 12 o'clock. And, and what happened, he was waiting as the lads, you know, I was with him, but as the lads was coming in, he said, I'll see you in the morning, lads. And he must have sussed something out because, uh, <coughs> you know, we all said, cheerio, see you in the morning and all that. But, you know, I was rooming with Marvin in at the time and there was a knock on the door and I opened it, it was Tom, and he just said, where's Marvin? I said, I don't really know, Tom. And he knew what, because they went down the fire escape. And, <laughs> and, you know, and as I say, he would tell me, I think that's the worst decision. If it had fined him a week's wages, that would have been fine. But he sent them home, and we played up at Burnley, I think, on the Saturday and that's got right. beat 6-1 yeah. with a load of lads yeah. that had never played in the first team before. And, you know, if he was sitting in there, he would put his hand up and say, that's the worst decision yeah. he made. And I think that was the closest we ever come to winning this. You ended up third, I think, didn't yes, you? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is really very close. I mean, ultimately, that was the friction between the Doc and, and Terry Venables. Massive characters, both of them. Do, well, you, think, do you think that's what was behind it? No, you know, Terry, you know, had, had a big sway with a lot of the players mm. and all that. But, you know, I think, uh, you know, Tom, uh, no, I'm not having a pop at Terry, but Terry tried to run things in training. So, Tom, should we be doing this? And I think Tom, in a short time, you know, he was the boss. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, uh, Terry was the one that. uh, Do you think there was a lot of backstabbing going on at that time within the club for Tommy to get rid of Tommy? Or do you think it was just player power? No, I think that, uh, you know, like with the the Blackpool incident, I think that you know where it was a, a real knitted group, mm-hmm. you had a bit of a fallout, and I think it was the following season that yeah. you know things weren't going particularly well. That he got the, yeah. the you know Dave come in, it was a fantastic coach, uh, <clears throat> you know. But I always felt that Dave, I, I know I should you know shouldn't say it because we we won certain things, and I think he. Out on the coaching field, he was second and he was one of the best coaches I've ever worked with. But I think he always found it difficult to handle the bigger, like the Aussies and Addies and all that. A lot of egos. Yeah. 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 Interesting stuff. And a lot of people say that was a downfall with Chelsea when he got rid of Hudson. Well, he got rid of, you know, some some, (laughs) two fellas that pulled the strings for us, really. They were indeed. Just kind of going back to that mid-60s, one thing that's always intrigued me was that Fairs Cup campaign in 65. And a couple of standout matches, weren't they? Well, like three, really. You had the Roma one in the first, I think that was the first, the first lot. Then you had AC Milan, which was one on a coin toss. And then you end up with Barcelona in the semi-final. But the Roma matches were insane, well, I mean, really well, I brutal what, and yeah. violent. <laughs> I think what happened is that uh, Tom caused a few problems here in the first game. Right. Uh, by certain things on the touchline and all that, and and to be truthful, I think it's the most frightening experiences I've ever wow. had. I think we won the first leg here, four 0 or four one, yeah, uh, something like you that. know, and then we went over there and and drew. Uh, and I remember 
you know, it was such a hostile crowd that as soon as the game finished and we got in the showers and went on the coach, uh, all, you, all you could see was bricks coming and all the windows were smashed and it's, I think it was one of the most frightening experiences I've ever... And what about their players? Was they looking for trouble as well on the pitch? Was well, no, well you, you know, that, that went on years ago like it does today, doesn't it? You that know. was right up your street. Well... No, uh, I, I, well, didn't Eddie? Was, was it that match that Eddie got sent off for basically just thumping somebody? Uh, the four-one. Yeah, more yeah, than. And then Terry, Terry scored a hat trick, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing match. But as I say, that was the most frightening experience wow. I've ever. On the way back at, out, out in Rome, yeah. as soon as we left the stadium yeah. in the coach, they bricked it in. Oh, unbelievable! Unbelievable! unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Barcelona—that was also quite brutal. A lot of Spanish practices going on, Martin. Mm. But uh, it was two-nil. Here, 2-0 there, then you had to toss up and they won the toss to play the play playoff. I think we got beat 5-0. Well, yeah. what happened? Well, I think that, uh, <coughs> you know, I think the first leg we played was in Barcelona. I think, hang on, I shall, I shall tell you if my eyes work. Yeah, first, the first yeah. leg was Barcelona, <coughs> they won 2-0. Yeah. Second you know, leg back here, we well, won 2-0. I think yeah. we, we were fortunate that it was only 2-0 to be truthful. Really? Yeah, because really? they, you know, and then we come back here... Uh, and finish up winning two not, but we got a right good idea over there. You know, they were just they outplayed were good, us. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. they were a good side. Even yeah, then. oh yeah. yeah. It's funny, isn't it? I always look at that. That's really the start of the rivalry because, of course, back here. I mean, I was I was born in '65, so I yeah. didn't really watch it, Ron. I've got mates like you who were, but I've got yeah. mates who tell me they showed it on cinema screens here. Yeah, I think they did, yeah? Yeah. which is yeah. amazing when you yeah. think about it, isn't it? Um, right, we should move on. I mean, we talked about the cup final. I mean, you were the youngest captain. To, uh, to lead Chelsea in, a, in an yeah. FA Cup final in 67. I mean, how proud were you for doing that? Well, obviously, as I say, it was, uh, you know, as a young kid, it was a, an ambition to, you know, obviously, once you get in the first team, you want to play in a Cup final yeah. because that was the icing on the cake. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, I was proud that, you know, I was captain at the side. We had some good lads and, uh, <coughs> you know, uh, being 21 years of age, wow. uh, it was a fantastic day out from the time you had the hairdressers come and tidied your hair up and you know <coughs> things like that so you look good yeah. and you know as I say at least you know uh, you could tell your children later on that you'd played in a cup yeah, final absolutely right. if you didn't play no more I'd have been quite satisfied with even, even though you lost to Spurs yeah, yeah. and Greavesy and Venables in that side as yeah, well yeah and then it, three or four years later we uh, we won it so I was reading something, Ron, that, that, that the Dock, I mean, you might remember this, but the Dock apparently had been uh, rather disparaging to the Spurs players before the final, saying they are a bit past their best, and there's a theory that he did the team talk for them. Does there well, really truth think... in that? Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft, inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boy's life. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match 
and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, but yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I can't remember, but, you know, if he has said that, then... That's very Tommy Dog, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, you don't want to, you know, wind them up anymore, the opposition, do you really? So, if he has said that, uh, you know... There's not a you can do about yeah. it Next now. Next time I see him, I'll tell him. <laughs> you do that, you do and that. And winning the FA Cup, the Old Trafford in the yeah, replay. That's the real one, isn't it? That, that was unbelievable. Ozzy's dive. You, you were there, weren't you? Yeah, I went yeah. both games, yeah. Yeah, well, as I say... And scoring in the end. Yeah, that you, know, when, <coughs> you know, like, uh, I'm not saying I needed a pat on the back for the first game. Uh, you know, Webby got the biggest chasing. He did, didn't he? You yeah. know, off of Eddie Gray. Eddie Gray, yeah. And, <coughs> you know, before we'd even come in training... The day after, uh, Dave said, you know, the replay's in a couple of weeks' time or three weeks' time. He said, we're going to swap you over. He said, you pick up Eddie Gray. That was a masterstroke, yeah, really. Well, it? you know, I've seen, <clears throat> you know, I've travelled around a lot speaking and, and on a few occasions I've worked with Eddie and he'd done a thing one night and he said that the, my, you know, I just said to him, that you know, we were a bit fortunate, blah, blah, blah. And, <clears throat> you know, he got up, Eddie, at the end of his eye, he said, look, I'd might." I'd just like to make a special presentation to Chopper. Yeah. And he, he, out of his pocket, he put, you know, the screwing studs. <laughs> he reckons that was taken out of his kneecap 20 years ago. Really? So, yeah, oh, yeah. No, there was no... But, you well, know, there was some eye tackles going oh, on. Did, was, did you sure. take him out? Was that the brief? Or was well, it just, was, did it just happen? Because no, it was eight no. minutes in, Ron. Yeah, so, no, you know. I, I was just told to try and ruffle him up. <laughs> Lovely. There's, there's an expression they use for that. I wish I could remember what it was. But it did the trick because he well, never got a kick, did he? No, and he was their o- best player. Only off for me. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliantly put. And then you went on to win the Cup Winners' Cup final in Athens after a replay against a yeah, real, yeah. Good See, real Madrid side as well, wasn't it? They were a good side. And, and the thing being is that uh, we played there on the Wednesday uh, and I think we were winning until a few minutes ago yeah, and then it, it, it went to extra time and you played the replay on the Friday of a major competition like two days yeah, later yeah. two days yeah. later yeah. you know mm. and you know like to be true to the lads were you know like so gutted sort of thing that we went out into town and had a few drinks and <clears throat> you know like which most probably would never on the present day you wouldn't even be allowed out that hotel mm. yeah. but you know uh, but we had a close knit and you know there must have been what seven or eight of us you went must out have been there. proud lifting that trophy as well well you know like it's any trophy any trophy yeah, yeah. you know as I say what uh, whatever people say about me you know like all I've done was kick people and things like that 
uh, they can't take it away. I was the first Chelsea captain Brilliant. ever to lift the FA Cup yep. and a European trophy, and nobody will beat the record of 795 no. games. No. Not even JT. No, I had a bet. I had him and Frank a few years ago when they was getting near 100 games near me. I said to him, we'll have a little charity bet that you won't beat my record. And I, it still stands. Nobody else will come nah, close, Rob. Nah, Nobody nah. else will get anywhere near. Because, you know, you, I'm not knocking the players today, but, you know, uh, if they come in with a cold or something like that, they get day off or two days <laughs> off. Years ago, they used to give you two disciplines and get out in the fresh air. So what was your relationship like with Osgood? Because I've met Peter and Dan. Yeah, no, I was, you know, we, as a fan, we used to, used to get back holidays from Pontins and yeah. uh, going abroad and that with these two kids and my two kids at the time yeah you know <coughs> he moved over to Epsom you know for a time and he used to because I never used to train, drive he it? used to pick me up and did you have a sweet shop and he used to nick the sweets off here in Newcastle? Yeah, is that a true story nah, nah, no nah. he told me that he, you had a sweet shop in your village that's right well my mum and dad used to run it and for he said yeah. he used to pick it up in his Capri which the that's butcher right. gave him or something yeah. is that true yeah, yeah. and he was nicking some sherbet might, bomb yeah, bombs yeah might have well I never see him anyway he said later on Ron said to me you're going to play for them sure, but yeah. <laughs> No, I'm not that tight. <laughs> <laughs> but you had a good relationship. Oh, it was terrific, terrific. Yeah. With, with everybody, there wasn't anybody, you know, there was no click sort of thing. If, as I say, if somebody, if somebody come in and said, look, there's a lad that's here in hospital, like the secretary would give me a, say, look, there's the boy's name, is at St. Stephen's, you know, could you get one or two of the lads? Yeah. And, you know, like, uh, I, you know, I've been married, what, for 50 odd years now, and we all, you know, after training, we used to go up to Tottenham Court Road, mm. and uh, you know, we sh- like not just two or three of you. You'd have six of you going up there. Yeah. You know, you'd have something to eat, a couple of drinks, and then go on. Mm-hmm. And that's where my, my missus up there. She worked for uh, a fella that uh, Dick James that had the Beatles and all that. Yeah. And uh, we see her in the cafe one day, and one thing led to another. And I've been there for with the, the fifty years. Lovely. So. We had great camaraderie. Yeah. Sound, yeah. It sounds like it. it. sounds like a good team bonding there. Yeah. What was it like losing to Stoke in that 72? Well, the, that was, I think, one of the biggest disappointments because they had an ageing side. and Jason, it was about 84. Yeah. That young. And everybody had tipped us to win yeah. and yeah. things like that. It's a banker, wasn't it? That's yeah. how it and, felt. And we finished up getting beat 2-1, yeah. I think. Yes, yeah. and, and he scored, didn't he, Joel Jason? Yeah. He scored? I think he did. It was about 40-something. I know. Unbelievable. And, you know, like I think that was one of the biggest disappointments of our career. Like Everybody thought it was just a formality and turning. You know? I mean, it, I mean, in a in a funny sense, that that's like the the kind of the you know the cut off point, really, isn't it? Because things started to go downhill for the club. You know, the East Stand, the finances. Well, they I mean, had the yeah. I, I mean, you know, you, the thing about you, Ron. I mean, you, you were at the club, played for the club for nineteen years. You know, I, I can't think of anybody in the club's history who who's put in more for the club than you. I mean, you bleed blue. I can't see anybody more loyal than you. How did that feel to watch the club go into decline? And you still stuck well, through it. Well, I think that uh, there were certain times where we weren't getting paid on time. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and knowing, you know, you'd spent all your life yeah. playing here, you know, and, and you do feel a little bit gutted. And you think to yourself, well, how is a big club like that gone? Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I think, well, I tell people the highest wage I ever got, it was £195 a week. Mm-hmm. And they weren't paying out. A hundred ninety thousand pound, you know, and you know, but uh, but uh, 
you know, like going on to that, obviously was disappointed. And then, you know, Ken Bates uh, bought it, and <clears throat> you know, me and Oz, what, you know, you should do the hospitality, and uh, <clears throat> you know, we we done an article, somebody uh, from the Sun magazine said, uh, you know, doing an article, and you know, we was in Jersey actually, you know, we, we used to. Uh, play a celebrity games and that and uh, <coughs> the fella you know phoned me said you know honestly what do you think of Ken Bates you know and you know I don't think he was that well liked by the supporters anyway and I, you know I said to him well to be true I think that you know like Ian Hutchinson died while we was over there yeah. and Hutch broke his leg twice here playing yeah. and he used to be the commercial manager yeah. And Bates' comment was, what did Ian Hutchinson do with Chelsea? And he asked us, he said, what do, what do you think of the comment? And I said, well, whoever said that has got to be a prick. Yeah. And I picked up the Sun newspaper the next day and it's got Sharp <laughs> uh, calls oh, Ken Bates a P, the, 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 the K. And okay. uh, I, I got the elbow from here really? doing the hospitality. And, uh, How long for? <coughs> uh, until... I got a phone call one day for two or three years right. might even be longer and I got a phone call one day from the lad that used to do the television he said we want you to come and do a thing on the television so I said look Neil I said there's no way that I'm setting foot in here while he's chairman yeah <laughs> he said between me and you he's gone he what won't be do? yeah yeah and uh <laughs> So I said, well, as long as I don't come face... So he said, no, he is gone, and there's something major happening. So I met Neil, we went into one of the offices, uh, and we sat down there talking, like, generally things, and he just said, hang on a minute, and, and somebody walked in, and it was Roman Abramovich. And he spoke perfect English, he knew everything about me, and at the end of... A conversation for about an hour about Chelsea Football Club, this, that, and the other. He shook my hand. He said, "I would love you to come back to Chelsea," and I've been here ever since. That's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How it should well, be as well. Absolutely. That's brilliant. Um, I'm just gonna uh, just gonna ask a few general questions. Yeah, I think. I've got a yeah, we, we know that. Yeah. Um, who, who are your favourite Chelsea players? Kind of best best you played with at Chelsea when you were at the club, and who are your best mates with? Well, I've, I've always said that the, the most gifted player I played with at Chelsea Football Club was Peter Osgood, a, a great lad. Had spent a lot of time going out of his way to to see people, meet people. I think he was a superb player. Uh, he he broke his leg uh, when he was. You know, hadn't played that many times in the first team, but when he came back, he was off for quite some time. He was still a superb player because he was a big six foot two yeah. fella. Uh, and I know, like in my time, if being a defender, if you larrap somebody and they accepted it, I was in an easy ride. But he would, you know, give it back. Give it. And I remember marking him when he went down to Southampton and he gave me such a torrid time with his elbows. And, but we were fine afterwards, back to Park Park Club. But, as I say, uh, Eddie McCready, he was a terrific lad. You know, we, we had a great bond, as I said, you like, but as the players, I think Ozzy's the most gifted player I've ever played with here at Chelsea. Yeah, about that. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, 
I mean, if you if you could pick kind of a, a favourite match that you played in or, or, or a great performance that you put in, what would it be? <coughs> uh, I remember we played. I can't remember. It was there. We finished up drawing five all. Five all. Yes. Dan here. Yeah. Yeah. You there? Yeah. When Bobby Moore and all them yeah. were playing. But, uh, <coughs> Tony Aitley was playing then, wasn't it? Five all, yeah, the game was. Boxing, was it a boxing day game? Oh, I can't remember. Honestly. I think, so, yeah. was, you know. Somewhere I think that was one of the most exciting games was that it I've played. Like yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think at one stage we were 5-3 down and come yeah, back to, to five all. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. That's amazing. Um, I, I remember seeing a, well, I made a TV programme a few years back and I interviewed George Best. And uh, we had that goal he scored against Chelsea in the League Cup. Well, every well, you took two listen, bites out of him. Every time yeah. I watched that, yeah. the more convinced that one of these days I was going to catch him. <laughs> <laughs> he said to me, he said to me that, because uh, you know when he goes down, he celebrates, he's on his knees. Yeah. He said that he wasn't celebrating, he was in agony because he thought that he had broken his leg. Yeah. No, I did, I, I did come in late, and that, but he, he managed to ride the thing. He and did. We fit. <coughs> we, we got beat 2-1 that yeah, day but right. I've, I'd worked with George for quite some yeah. time this, like on the circuit and uh, <coughs> you know you, you could never meet a you know, lovely love lovely a, lamp, a great lamp. sad I think the last time uh, I worked with him he was that pissed yeah. that they had to get him off, yeah, the, no, off the stage which is sad yeah. because when you think I'm not decrying the players today what would he be worth on the transfer market? Oh, right. And Jimmy Greaves yeah. and these sort of oh, and yeah. Aussie, Aussie. Yeah. Yeah. millions yeah. and millions and millions. I mean, is he the best player you played against? Yeah, yeah. Who was the hardest player you played against? Uh, <coughs> I think the nastiest was a fella called Johnny Giles. At least, yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised to hear that. Yeah. Oh was yeah, that a little fella yeah. Right yeah. Oh yeah, there? brilliant. Yeah, uh, I think <coughs> Dennis Law was a great. That's some great players yeah. around, and yeah. you know, I don't know why, but. He, he, that always seemed to be me that was told to mark them and follow them around yeah. but Bobby Cholton I think yeah. the two two of the best feet yeah. right foot like left, left foot, foot yeah. cracking shot oh unbelievable yeah. like you know but yeah. you know as I say what would they be worth today well, I, I mean that, that's interesting isn't it, going back to Johnny Giles because you know we all know that the FA Cup replay in 70 I mean I think they re-refereed it and there'd be about three players left on the pitch, pitch but yeah. I mean, did, did the Leeds and the Chelsea players really not like each other? Was there really quite a lot of enmity there? On the pitch, yeah. Mm. On the pitch, but yeah. not off it? No, nah, nah. there, no, <coughs> there was no animosity. Like, after the game, wherever you played, if we played up at uh, Old Trafford or Leeds, wherever, it, Liverpool, <coughs> you know, the, you'd always, once you've had a shout out, there'd always be a players' room. Mm. Where you could, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. like even here, yeah, whatever, yeah. and if they'd come in for a quick drink, and there was no trying to yeah. fight. He left it all on the pitch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it you was know. there was there was there was an edge, wasn't there, between you two? Well, it, it, you know, I think like football was played by men. Like <laughs> well, it used to be. You used know, to be wrong. I see him on the television yeah. this morning. Yeah. A fellow at Burnley moaning about that was Sean Dyche dive, yeah. yeah. That goes on every, course, you know. Yeah. <coughs> Well, I've worked, Franny Lee. Yeah, I've worked with a lot of rugby players speaking, and they will always tell you that if somebody really knocks shit out of you, yeah. you get up, walk away, count up to ten and say, "You bastard, I'll get you back." <laughs> yeah. But that don't happen. When yeah, you know, when people, if you if you follow horse racing, 
and a horse falls at a fence and you're the owner, you're concerned. Because if it lays still, there's something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. When these footballers rolling around, they can't be hurt, can they? No, they keep them rolling, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that's the sad part that's come into the football. Talking about rolling round, and is it true? Another little Aussie story told me Stanley Matthews played his last game down here. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did, is it true? I did roughly him up, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. is it true? <laughs> <laughs> that's what Aussie said. I mean, he was what? In his 60s, then, wasn't he? No, he right? was 49. Is it true? It was his. Aussie told me you put iodine on your studs. Nah, I, did, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> this <laughs> I did, I was, if only this I, was on TV. I did <laughs> rough, yeah, that's I mean, not true. Nah, nah. Except I did me, try so to rough him up. Put some gear, iodine or something, on his studs. Yeah. A, a lasting impression. Nah, nah. And <laughs> I think that, yeah, I think that's the first time in my career here. Yeah. Bearing in mind it was his last game in like, like he was retiring after. That's it, yeah. uh, and they beat us. They got promotion, and we still had to yeah. beat Portsmouth, I think, to go up. And uh, <clears throat> I think that's the first time in in my 795 games that the home crowd here. Give me some stick because he sympathised really? standing. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. but he was still a good player. Still quick over 10, Apparently 15 you, yards. You done him big time. Big well, you know, roughed him right up. <laughs> yeah. And Why then, not? And another one, just quickly, <laughs> he called you the silent assassin after that game. I don't know. I don't. That's what, apparently that's yeah, what. Yeah. And the other one, Ian St John, yeah. ex Liverpool player, asked you why you put Vaseline above your eyes, and you said it was to stop the sweat going in your eyes, but he said. It's because you wanted to look tougher, like a boxer or a bare knuckle <laughs> yeah, fighter. No, Is that not true? No, no. So that's another no. quote, which yeah, is not true. Yeah. So there's lots of things people say about you, which ain't true. Well, look, I can't ever recollect. Right. No. No. Well, I think that's a good point, actually, because, I, mean, I, you know, I mean, this is what you always hear, you know, Chopper Harris, you know, uncompromising, used to take people out. But I think people forget, I mean, you were a lot more than just a hard... I mean, well, it was a great time for hard men, wasn't it? You know, Tommy oh, yeah, Smith, Norman Hunter, yeah. you were more than that. Tommy you were a good you know, player, Rob. But what I say to people is, look, you know, I've spent 21 years here playing and have played more games than anybody. I've served under, what, seven managers? Yeah, easily. Now, if I was a cheat or a spiv or yeah. just a hacker... Yeah, uh, I'm sure one of them would have got rid of me. Exactly that. But they didn't, <laughs> yeah. did they? So I must have had some exactly. good points. Ron, absolutely yeah. bang on. Um, yeah, go on, mine. Go on. So now you've, you went to Brentford for a while. I, you? I, I spent three years coaching there, yeah. Did you say to leave Chelsea and go to Brentford? Or would you, would you think well, it was your time done? No, I, I, I think I served my purpose. And I never really... Uh, you know, I've told him when I've worked with him, <coughs> they had a fellow called Jeff Hurst, who I didn't really like. Anyway, I never liked him when I played against him and I said to him if I'd have known what he was like as a manager I'd have kicked him a lot fucking harder than what uh, <laughs> I did and that was I had the opportunity although they wanted me to stay here uh, yeah. Steve to my daughter Bruce now there's not too many no. people no, would do that, that. yeah yeah no, and I think the fella is age I'm sure if you when all the other lads come later on and you yeah. are you know yeah. uh, you know 39 years of age oh, really? wow. yeah so then after that, Ron, you retired. Didn't you go into Greyhound racing? I've had, <coughs> I've, I've had, yeah, I've <coughs> had for years. Not yeah. now because I don't get time. But uh, we, uh, <coughs> you know, when we finished completely, I took out a license and, uh, you know. And you had a golf course as well. Didn't yeah, you? we when when golf courses were hard to come by, we bought it at the right time, and um, we sold it for one point eight million, yeah. and that was what in nineteen ninety odd. Yeah. So. Oh, no. And you do a lot, lot of after dinner speaking now. 
well, I've, I've, you know, whereas before, like my loyalties, I've not, I've missed two games in what 15 years here. That is because I've worked a ball for Chelsea yeah. when they've had a replay, and my loyalties are here. Yeah. I get on ever so well with here, yeah. uh, with Bruce back and all these people, and you know, like maybe I shouldn't tell you, but my daughter got uh, diagnosed with cancer not so long ago, uh, and he sent a check. The fella's ace, honestly. No, He's always got more. And you don't hear that in press. No, you don't. You don't. don't. No. You don't. Down and run yeah. up yeah. down, but yeah. that's a lovely yeah. gesture. Yeah, yeah. yeah terrific. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've, I've had, you know, I've dealt with him a lot, and I, I think he's a decent bloke, actually, great yeah. honourable oh, yeah. guy. Um, kind of just back to the, just to kind of wrap it up, really. Yeah. Is, is that all right, mine? Yeah, you, yeah, you've yeah, got, well, any, got any of your esoteric questions that no, I love? No, no, no I'll ask them about the But okay, just simple kind. This is like shoot magazine questions, Ron. But you know, proudest Chelsea achievement for you. Well, being the first, well, obviously, the, you know, lifting the FA Cup. Yeah, that's still the one. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. That's why there are so many people here today on a match day who are about 55 to 60. You know that. We've got one of the yeah. oldest demographics of season ticket holders, but the, the one thing that links them together is they all started supporting Chelsea when we won the FA Cup. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. about that? Apart from him, because he's older than me. Yeah. But anyway, uh, biggest Chelsea disappointment? Well, I, I think that... <coughs> Uh, you know, obviously one of the biggest disappointments were, you know, getting beat when everybody hyped that we were going to win in... In 72? Six, in, in 67? Six, 67. Yeah. But, you know, the only thing you can say, which I said to everyone, well, at least I can turn around and tell yeah. my family that look, I've been in a cup final. Yeah. Yeah. That That's a big disappointment. Not many It's many a fantastic people, day yeah. out from the time you get in the coach going up yeah. Wembley Way and things like that yeah that. terrific do you think it's lost something today because I mean yeah. when I was growing up no, it was the I most amazing tournament you know what has happened there it's been de- it's been devalued yeah. because sides now even smaller sides yeah. put out fringe players and yeah. things like yeah. that the, the one that everybody's after is the Champions Europe, League yeah, yeah. Champions League yeah. Yeah. you know whatever if they was playing in the cup or whatever it is in the week Manchester City you know, okay, they've got some terrific players. Uh, they play a fringe side. Well, and I think with the F, even the smaller clubs do it now. Yeah, and yeah. I think that just devalues the competition. And as I say, in my time, it was a major yeah. competition. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you know, as I said, I think you're probably one of the longest servants of the club. Actually, I'd, I'd be hard pressed to find anybody else. So I think you're probably the best equipped to answer this. But what makes Chelsea as a club so special? Well, I, I, I think, you know, going, uh, you know, in my time, it started off, uh, you know, with blood in a lot of youngsters and things like that. Uh, OK, it's not it's not so much now, but I think with Frank in charge, I think you'll find that, and, and I'm sure if you ask some of the supporters today, they would love to see a few yeah, more homegrown definitely, players. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Yep. You know, and when and no disrespect, not only at Chelsea. When I look <coughs> at some of the transfer fees that these fellas are, and you think, so who's recommended him? You must have just as good a talent yeah. Yeah. coming through. Yeah, and I definitely. think, you know, that's why I think Frank will. You know, when you think how they sack managers here, I think they will give him a lot more time because he will encourage some of the 
homegrown youngsters to be given an opportunity. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Um, I mean, you've got a great relationship with the fans, always have had, Ron, from, from what I remember. I mean, what makes the Chelsea fans so special as a, as a player, as a former player? Well, I, I, I just think that uh, in more, you know, that in my time, you had all the terracing and things like that, and it was uh, family people who would go to football. But the way things have gone, it's so expensive now uh, that I think it's been. I don't think there's the atmosphere's not uh, any club is as good as what it was in my time, because you know you get people here, they go up in the restaurants and all that, and we go around and speak to them and. You know they don't support Chelsea, but because their boss has got a table yeah, of definitely. four, yeah, so really they're not going to support Chelsea. And some of them don't even go out and watch yeah, it. Really, they yeah. sit taking their time having a meal. Mm. And I, I, I think it's been taken over by court. Is I know that's where they. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's been gentrified, hasn't well. it? Yeah, I can, I can remember when I lived over at North London. We, my dad used to take me and my brother to the Arsenal every week. <laughs> and used to get all the kids being handed over yep. to the front and all that. But, you know, you, you, you can't, you know, family people I don't think can afford to come a football because no. no. it's got expensive. too expensive. Yeah. 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 You know? That's what's wrong with modern yeah. football. Um, have you got anything else, no, Mike? That's it, Ron. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. I'm asking with silly questions. Okay. <laughs> Ron, I mean, that's an pleasure. absolute yeah, pleasure, yeah, as always is with you, Ron. Uh, have a great day today, and we'll see you hopefully very soon. Yeah, Thanks for that. Really appreciate it. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.